tough everything. For the first time ever, the Two Guys One Cup podcast is being brought to you completely off script. We don't know what we're going to talk about, but we promise it might sort of be fun. Friends don't lie, though. We do plan to talk about Stranger Things. So we'll all get to remember how the 80s were cool and existed and had music and stuff. So without further ado, let's talk about the 80s and let's go blues. This is the Two Guys One Cup podcast, and we're untethered. We have no anchor. We, we're adrift in the sea, mm-hmm. in the big blue sea of not being prepared. We're dogs without horses. Maybe this will serve as a good example of how much we actually do work to make a regular episode sail by so chopple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Lots uh, of ums and uhs yeah. and just oh, no segues. and just what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to uh, talk about? Speaking of segues, we're sponsored by... We're not sponsored. Where are we coming we from? We are coming from Hawkins, Indiana. Uh, of course. In Indiana. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-oh. Oh, the Starcourt Mall. Get all your scoops and scoops ahoy and all your ahoys at ahoys... <laughs> unlimited oh no well folks it was fun it was please don't unsubscribe yes. but we'll be back next week also you can get stuff monogrammed at things remembered they never show the things remembered but it's there we all know it's mm-hmm. there it's a mall so it's there ian how are you doing tonight good good do you want me to fill fill more yeah sure <laughs> was it just good Stall. uh it's been great i went to a pentatonix concert i won i won tickets I did not choose to go you to the Pentatonix. I tickets. didn't win. Like you didn't enter to win. No, 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 I did not. Tickets. Hell, my friend that entered to win the tickets didn't even really want to go either. <laughs> he just thought, eh. I won them, so yeah. might as well. Um, they're very good wow. at what they do. <laughs> Being a Pentatonix is an a cappella group. There's yes. five of them. Oh yes, everyone knows. Do they? Oh, okay. No, I don't think so. So I'm pen- sure a lot the of pentafans, pentagrams, <laughs> and such. Follow us on pentagram. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, three of them sing. One of them sings a bass line, and one of them beatboxes. One of them goes... Yeah, yeah. And that's the whole rest of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's just me doing that. <laughs> uh, he, the guy that beatboxed also played the cello and then beatboxed. That seems like cheating. But that, well, that was just on his own. This is like the weird, this is like when the drum solo oh, would traditionally okay. happen and the rest of the band leaves. Uh-huh. This is the drum solo because he would record little tracks and he'd have 10 tracks going and, and him beatboxing and the cello and all that good there stuff. There was our obligatory uh, text message tone on an early part of the episode because mm-hmm. I forget to silence my phone. And I'm never more popular than when we're actively recording. Mm-hmm. But We've know, heard the complaints. You're playing the 2G1C drinking game at home. Mm-hmm. Take that's, a swig. That's the free space in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know it's going to happen. Just a matter so of when. Oh, uh, yeah. Pentatonics. So, what did they sing? Tell us. They sing some Give original us a, a stuff. cover of their cover no. of those covers. Yeah, and then they do mostly covers, which just made me want to listen to the regular band. 
I want to see Panic at the Disco. Did I want to see sing Mary Daft Did Punk. You Know? No. I guess I not. So. I guess that's at Christmas, huh? I don't know. They did Hallelujah at the end. All you like, all you center stand or no, no, the, no. oh, you know, that's how they close. That's their with encore. Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah. That's their encore. That so, is depressing. On their last shite. song before the I'm encore, like, how do you go home and not hang yourself? Well, because it was a joyful version. That wasn't. It sounded the same as as the regular version. Sheesh. But before the encore, their last song. At the end of it, they shoot off like streamers and stuff, uh-huh. and then they walked off. And because it's not, there's no instrumentation, and there's no like this big build up. Like, oh shit, this is the big song. Oh, people just left. Well, I just remember thinking, why'd they shoot streamers off in this one? And then they left, and I was like, oh, that was the last one, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, maybe it's because most things I go to. Uh-huh. I know the band, but also I feel like even if I don't know the band, they kind of say, like, this is our last yeah. song, or they're just big, like, hey, thanks, guys, we're coming out, we're going to do one more for you. They didn't do any of that. They just shot off streamers and then walked off, and I was like, oh, okay. And then you're, like, starting to move, and then they're like, oh, but oh, we're back. A lot of people were leaving, and I was like, is this because they don't care, or is this because... They don't know. These are, like, pentatonic fans. And oh, could they, be that, too. They've never, you know, been to another concert. I'm so sorry. For our subsection of people that yeah. are 2G1C fans and That's Pentatonics That's a big group fans. of folks, too. Yeah, We've yeah. got some apologizing to do. Sorry to you, uh, Loretta, and to you as well, Chuck. We love you, dear. Which, which one of those two is the cat? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's for you to find out. That's all for you. Um, yeah, it was, it was something. I... Didn't do anything this week. So moving on. <laughs> Did I do anything this week? I really didn't. Mm-mm. So I guess we move on now. I don't know. I guess, what do the notes say? We <laughs> have no notes. <laughs> what are we supposed but, to do now? Folks, nothing has happened. Here, we'll give you a little blues news. Nothing. <laughs> nothing has happened. <laughs> I wish something had. So next week is when our uh, division previews start. Yeah. And from then on out, we've got content, content, content until the start of the season. Mm-hmm. But until then, we got nothing. This is literally the dog day. This is the dog day of summer. Yes. This is your dog's day. Indeed. Much like Florence and the Machine, the dog days are not over. <laughs> and also much like Florence and the Machine, Robin Lanier had a week. Yeah. That's a transition. I guess. I hope that Florence and the Machine have a song called Have a Week. But they probably don't. <laughs> we'll search for it. It won't be. They won't be one. Uh, so first off, the first little uh, tidbit about Robin Lanier is that uh, he got his Bill Masterson, Masterton oh, trophy. Yes. And it was wrong. It was incorrect. Did they perhaps misspell his name? No, no, they got that correctly. Mm. They got that correctly. And I thought, did they misspell Bill Masterton? (laughs) And I thought that would be weird, but they didn't. But they didn't. Um, But Certainly they just misspelled Islanders. Yeah, well, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) By spelling it the same way you would spell Rangers. They put (laughs) New York Rangers instead of New York Islanders, which, gotta tell you, Probably not going to be great for that Islander fan psyche that was already so robust to begin with. Oh. They need Cosmic Love, which is the name of a Florence of Machines and the Machine Long, or the Breath of Life, 
what kind of a man would misprint the trophy? That's what I asked. There's some love for all you Florence and the Machine fans, Keith and Deborah. <laughs> so uh, that was the start of, of Robin Lanier's week. But it got better uh, when he debuted his goaltending mask for the upcoming season, which tragically will be worn on the ice for the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, but on the side of the mask, it has hashtag same here. And uh, Robin Lanier tweeted, same here is an expression which means I've faced challenges in life too. Those challenges have affected my mental health. It's a sign that we hope will unite the world to once and for all normalize how universal this topic is. Um, awesome. I don't know. He's awesome. And there's no, no force on this earth that can make me root against Robin Lanier, even his wearing a Blackhawks jersey. Although that's close. Mm -hmm. He's definitely my favorite Blackhawk. Like now and forever. It's just amazing to see someone in hockey advocate for mental health. Mm -hmm. Lots of people will advocate for, let's say like head health like brain injury, yes. you know, um, concussion and things like that. But you don't see many people in almost any sport really advocate for mental health. Mm -hmm. We have the Bell Let's Talk Day that they do up in Canada. Yeah, which is valuable. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of spread sort of into more of like just a hockey Dottie, thing. Yeah. Um, and even a little bit into like baseball, I guess, just because the, the Blue Jays are up there and Stupid whatnot. Stupid Toronto. <laughs> but, uh it's really nice and refreshing to see because it is something that affects, I think, like 5% of at least the American population, which you go, okay, you know, that's not that big a deal, but one out of 20 people mm -hmm. with some sort of mental health, you know, issue or disease yeah, or whatever you'd like to call it. Almost strikes me as low. But yeah, that's like, that's an insanely high number. Mm -hmm. I think actually that might just be for depression. It might be even higher if you yeah. combine bipolar or um, ADHD and things like that, PTSD. It's, it's a large amount, and it's something that... I, I Googled it. Mm -hmm. According to, uh, well, this is mentalhealthfirstaid.com, yeah. or .org, but it says, In the U.S., almost half of adults, 46.4%, will experience a mental illness during their lifetime, and 5% of adults experience a mental illness in any one year. Oh, wow. So that's just the yearly total. Yeah, it's like, it's especially a lot of things are recurrent. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just something you have to manage. It's it's nice to hear someone talk about it because I think sometimes people feel, well, a lot of times people feel isolated mm. with this issue. And I also think talking about it not only normalizes it, but it just helps people. I always think talking about this stuff just as a way to vent, just uh -huh. as a way to have someone listen to you, even if it doesn't literally make the thing go away. Yeah. It it just helps. It helps take a load off your off your mind literally well yeah and they i mean the the evil of mental illness is that there's such a there's a stigma about you just have to you know keep that wrapped up and, and mm -hmm. deal with it yourself and buck up and you know i'm sure in, in the athletics case be a man and mm -hmm. you know stop being depressed which is stupid and futile so yeah it's important to talk to people and we're very passionate about it here on this podcast mm -hmm. it's one of the very few things we ever like you know, rant of, well, not rant, of, <laughs> like, rant well, that's about not everything, true. but like, 
That's stumped just for, I guess. We have to have mental illness because of what we do. <laughs> because we support this team it's and we true. make a podcast. There's no question. Both of those things are deranged. So, uh, just a tribute to Robin Lanier, I think. One of yeah. one of the good ones. One yeah, of the, for sure. One of the real ones, as they say. Yeah, I hope he, I hope he keeps it up. I hope he keeps talking about it just because mm-hmm. it's something that we should keep at the forefront of like our minds and just i see people sometimes go on another rant where they'll try and make i don't know what you call it they try and um not make a big deal about mental health go yeah yeah yeah, we've heard it before Mm -hmm. but like there's nothing else to talk about but it's like just having it there in media normalizes it and it just makes people feel a little less isolated so good for him yeah well and yeah i think it's a there's a tendency to overlook it because it's perceived as not life-threatening you know Mm -hmm. it's not like cancer or als or aids all of which are things we obviously should research and talk about Mm -hmm. and want to cure but like obviously as in the case of robin lanier it is very much life-threatening if it gets severe enough i mean oh for sure can take their own lives or they can behave so recklessly that they you know end up dying by some other means or they mm. can behave so recklessly that they kill other people. I mean, it's, it's dangerous stuff. So yeah. just because it's not, you know, Oh, I have depression and my life is going to end because of it. Like cancer might be, it's still very, you know, dangerous and yeah. serious. And it's all those things too, where you want to always talk about how as bad as it can get, it, there's always, there's always a little bit of a way to like manage it. I think that's like the hope at the end of the tunnel for a lot of people is like whether it be through um, therapy or medication or a combination or even, you know, just like mindfulness and things like that. There's always something that you can do to kind of like help battle back from it. And I think hearing that a lot too in the like in media is very helpful for people Mm. because I think a support network is really helpful for stuff like this. And if you don't have one, if you're just somebody living on your own and, I don't know, you don't have any friends, you live away from your family, honestly, as weird as it sounds, just seeing some random guy from a sport you like on Twitter say, like, hey, I suffer from this too, is like a little ray of hope for someone that might not have anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, he's a, he's really brave to be as honest about it as he has been. So kudos to him. And sorry to anyone that, was, you know, bored, I guess, by that little <laughs> diatribe, but it is important. Don't worry. It, this it gets episode better. Will, yeah, yeah, it does. That's, there that's, you go. There's a slogan for you, you know. <laughs> so, uh, what do we talk about now, Ian? That's it. Well, good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quizzes? What are these yeah. quizzes? Cool. You want to start, th- or should I start? I thought I wouldn't have to take tests anymore after I left school. We got two quizzes for each other. I'm going to ask Ian. We'll start with me because yeah, some of these will be easy. Yeah. I'm going to start with Ian and ask him which team or which player led each team in points last year. And he's going to see if he can outscore me when I answer his questions, which we will reveal shortly. So, Ian, tell me, we are going by division. Mm-hmm. Best to worst. Tell me, who do you think led the Tampa Bay Lightning in points last year? That would be Akita Kucherov. And how many points did he have? Oh, God. Uh, 126? <laughs> Eight. Very close. Oh, nice. 
How many people? Uh, who led the Boston Bruins in points last year? Oh, oh a little tricky. Mm-hmm. Are we doing Brad, first guesses? Yeah, yeah, That's first it. guesses. Okay. Brad Marchand. You're correct. Okay, yeah. Hundred points for Brad Marchand, who led the Toronto Maple Leafs in points. Oh, last Mitch Marner. Year. But he's not worth nine million dollars. <laughs> no, sir, man. No, he absolutely not a good player, really. I know. Really. John Tavares made Mitch Marner the leading point scorer. Mm. That's how that works. Who led the Montreal Canadiens oh, in points no. last year? We're Just already Kotkaniemi, perhaps. We're already here. Brandon Gallagher. No, as much as I like Brandon Gallagher, that's going to be a no, right? Maybe it is. Maybe it ain't. I don't know. They don't have that guy on their team anymore. That guy is no longer on the team. The guy in Vegas. Why can't I think of his name? Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say... No, I'm going to say Brendan Gallagher, even though I know I'm wrong. The answer is... Max Domi. God damn it. With 72 he points. Was, he, he was even <laughs> in my head. I was even like, who's the guy they used to have? And I'm like, I don't remember, but they do have Max Domi. And then I didn't say his name. Florida Panthers. Oh, Barkov. Yeah, correct. Uh, Buffalo Sabres. Oh, it's got to be, oh, no. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Jack Eichel. That is... Correct. Okay. That's well, correct. for a second, I'm like Jeff Skinner. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. But he didn't. Sure. But I remember he's a 60 point player. That son of a bitch. Uh huh. Detroit Red Wings. I'm going to have to be very careful not to read these names. Oh, today. yeah. Dylan Larkin. Fine. Fine. Be right about all of them. <laughs> Ottawa Senators. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mm hmm. Brady Kachuk? That is wrong. Mm -mm. The correct answer for who led the Ottawa Senators last entire season in points is Mark Stone Uh, with 62. Would you like to venture a guess at who number two is? Brady Kachuk? (laughs) Matt Duchesne. They traded two guys at the deadline. Man, I forgot. For, uh, that became still their leading point scorer. Where where is Brady Kachuk in this list? uh, He, I think, was third or fourth. Okay, good. Fourth. Hot Sambacho was uh, third, I believe. Hot Sambacho. Was he, was Brady hurt some last season, though? I think he was. Probably. That's gonna be my. He that's had, gonna be my excuse. He had that face, so he must have been. <laughs> what um, happened to your face, Brady? Yes, he was all the way down at five because he played seventy-one games with forty-five points. But he's gonna be very good, and I'm gonna sneeze. But maybe I can't. Oh God, we're all dying. Who led the Washington Capitals in points? Alexander Ovechkin. That is correct. With 90... 89. 90, wow, 89. Not, not 9, even 90. Wow. points. A down season. <laughs> New York Islanders. Robin Lanier did not leave them in points. <laughs> um, ooh, Anders Lee. You are wrong. What? You are incorrect. Um, it was Matthew Barzell. 
with 62. Oh, damn it. Hold on. I need to catch up with your point total. So you got Kucherov, Marshawn, Marner. You missed Max Domi. And you got Barkov, Eichel. You got Larkin. You missed the Senators. Mm -hmm. And you got Ovechkin and you missed Barzal. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're good. We're caught up. We're caught up. All right. How about the Carolina Hurricanes? Is it? I skipped one in the points, so let's start with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, okay. Uh, Sidney Crosby. You what? Dead, dead right. Why did I even say uh? I, I felt bad correct. for even saying uh. Have you listened to the Spit and Chicklets interview yet? I have not. Very fun. I like Sidney Crosby now. I, <laughs> I like him now. Uh, Carolina? Yes. Oh, Sebastian Ajo. You're okay. correct. Uh, how farting. about the Columbus Blue Jackets? Oh, Artemi Panarin. That's correct. I remembered that he was on that team. How about the Philadelphia Flyers? Ooh, Claude Giroux? That is correct. Okay. You're doing very well on these. How about the New York Rangers? No! Good luck! <laughs> oh, if it is who I think it is, I'll be very upset, Stephen. Mm, I don't even know who's on that team, man. It was... Henrik Lundqvist led the team in plus. Uh, Shares, probably. Kevin Hayes. Incorrect. It was... Good. I'm glad I'm wrong. Mika Zabanajan. Oh. And how about the New Jersey Devils? Good luck. Wait. Don't overthink it. Taylor Hall. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. But don't overthink it. was a classic mystery. I knew it. It was Kyle Palmieri because Taylor Hall only played 33 games last he year. He was that hurt? Did you remember that? No, I sure didn't. I don't, but I guess that's why they didn't make the playoffs. I guess not. Uh, how about the Calgary Flames, Ian? Oh. Don't overthink it. You shut your mouth. Yeah, I shouldn't overthink it except for... Johnny and Goudreau. You're correct. Oh, yeah. Don't, <laughs> You're don't you, totally Matthew Kachuk, my asshole. <laughs> Do you know who number two was? Was it Matthew Kachuk? Sean Monahan. Oh, that would have been my other He guess. leveled up to 82 points this year. Man, why'd that team lose? <laughs> I don't know. Because of goaltending. Because yeah. they thought Mike Smith was a real goaltender. Yeah, because Nathan McKinnon is a human beast. Yep. How about, speaking of Nathan McKinnon, the San Jose Sharks? <laughs> oh, um... Uh, Joe, no, nope, nope. Mm, Logan Couture. False. It was Brent Burns. Oh, okay. Well, at least it wasn't Joe Kowalski. 83. How about the Vegas Golden Knights? Oh. Marchessault? Jonathan Marchessault. Or March. I know. I never feel confident speaking his name. <laughs> Uh, although, uh, Hockey Reference just called him John, which felt weird. John Marshy. <laughs> exactly. What? Uh, Arizona Coyotes, this is what Clayton triggered us. The But how many points did he have? 47. Yes. Yikes. 47 points. The next lowest person on this list might be Marsha Show at 59. In fact, it is. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the, yeah. <laughs> That's the next lowest. Wow. Uh, error, or excuse me, Vancouver Canucks. 
Oh, Patterson. Elias Patterson. Let me make sure I'm caught up here. We've had 21. That's 16. Yes, we are caught up. Who's number one on the Anaheim Ducks, though? This is the one I thought about in the shower when we talked about this concept the other day, and I could not figure it out. Because Ricard Raquel was hurt. And not especially good. And Ryan Getzlav is old. And that whole team was bad this year. Um, man, who else is even on that team? Do they have a Richie? Do they have a Richie? They do have a Richie. Is it Ryan Gutslav, though? Yes, it's okay, Ryan damn Gutslav. it. I mean, I'm happy I got it, but yeah. what a boring a answer. Yeah. Uh, for, sorry, he actually is next on the list with just 48 and 67 games. Well, uh, he only had 48 points? Yeah. Well, I guess that team sucked for a reason. Real bad. Uh, wow. You'll never guess who led the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, well, next. Los Angeles Kings. <laughs> Oh, wait. oh, yeah, Kopitar. Yeah. All right. Uh, but how many points do you think Kopitar had? Mm. What what number did it start with? A seven? Six. Oh. Yeah, not great. Not great for the Kings. I guess that makes sense. They're bad. They were real bad. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking straight. Finishing off with our own division, how about the Nashville Predators? Johansson? Yep, at 64. Very well done. You're just mowing them down. The Winnipeg Jets? Ooh. You know it's not Patrick Sucke. Yeah, it can't be. <laughs> Wheeler? That is correct. Man, how's that guy still producing? Isn't he old? Yes. Okay, that's true. <laughs> just didn't think he was that good. Good point. Okay. Uh, the St. Louis Blues. Ryan O'Reilly. Very well done. Did he do anything else last season? No. Nope. Nothing after the season? No nope. uh, extracurricular activities? No, he, um, Didn't is... end up in, with, in detention with Principal What's-His-Nuts from Breakfast Club? Mm-hmm. And that's what the bull, you get the, you know, Frank J. Selke and <laughs> what's the other one? The... Seriously, I'm blanking on the playoff in Ruby. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. You're not going to tell me that. No, are I'm you? not. That's how oh, it's filling geez. time. Oh, Oh, God. What's it called? The Conspire. <laughs> you mess with the boy, you get the Conspire. <laughs> um, oh, no. How about the Dallas Stars? You got a three guesses, or you got one guess of three people. Oh, I do. There is a third. There is a third horse, I yeah. suppose. Maybe I gave it away by suggesting three. Actually, don't you do that? I don't, don't know. You do that. I don't know. What did I do? Uh, what did I do? Radulov. That's the wrong. It's got you, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, that was going to be my guess to you. Added a third. <laughs> That's what. That was my goal. Um, How about the Colorado Avalanche? Oh, McKinnon. Colorado Avalanche. How about the Chicago Blackhawks? Kane. And finally, the Minnesota oh, Wild. Oh, my, our favorite, our quote-unquote favorite <laughs> team. The Minnesota Wild. Wild. I'd say Koivu, but he was hurt for so That's long. True. So impossible. <laughs> Zach Parise. You're correct. Wow, he's old as shit, too. How many points do you think you got right? 
Um, 25? 24. Very close, though. How many points in Paris I have? Let me guess. Was it 67? 61. Mm. Very close. Very well done. That was fun. People are having fun at home, People, right? They better be laughing. Oh, boy. Start this laughing. episode is a real train wreck. You know how that's a train wreck sound? Yeah. Can we just insert a lot of just different you know noises and musical cues now, and everything that'll keep people entertained now let's speculate wildly about conspiracy theories surrounding jeffrey epstein's death <laughs> 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 any thoughts wow. again oh no. what, a, okay. what a terrible thing to laugh okay about. well you know well, he was you? a rotten bastard well, so. know. um you know you know i <laughs> So I read somewhere. No, if I read no, somewhere. No, I feel like it's we're actually just yeah, going to talk go, about this. Okay, well, I read talk. somewhere that like when they're in like when you're detained like that and on suicide watch, mm-hmm. like even the sheets that they give you are like weird. Like this will cover you, but if you even pull a little bit, rip. Like there's no, there's literally nothing you can do. Yeah. But he hung himself. Yeah. So Well, you heard what they discovered today. Right? What? What did they discover? Oh, you didn't hear this? No. Oh, folks, yes. this is very juicy. Some... Today, <laughs> the autopsy came through. Uh-oh. And there were broken bones in his neck that are more regularly associated with homicide by strangulation oh. than with hanging. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Oh, oh my no. God! Broken hyoid bone. Doesn't you know? It might mean nothing, but it might mean everything. Have they dusted him for Prince? Have <laughs> they dusted him like as a human <laughs> being for Prince? You know, because it works. Does he might have work? Prince on his neck. <laughs> you would think he would have bruising or something. Yeah, but I guess I mean they could still do like with they could still do it with the sheet, but just. Uh, who knows? Oh, Who knows? I see. I've never strangled someone in prison. And tried to make it look then like a you suicide. Know <laughs> yeah, I've just done it the normal and way. And let's just hang him up and we're good to go. Well, guards are dark. still asleep. Yep, 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 yep. You know how prisoners who just murdered someone talk. Yep, yep, so, yep. Um, yeah, so uh, there you go. There's we'll, we'll, we'll keep you updated, folks. First on the case here, we'll let you know. What one, happened? One more, one more story. <laughs> one more breaks. breaks on our two guys, one cup, no conspiracy theories podcast. Yeah, check your fucking news feed. <laughs> All right, back to reality. Yep. What are we doing I next? I, Your it. quiz? I was, Something else? Yeah, I was Let's just... speculate wildly about why John Hickenlooper dropped out of the presidential primary. No, just me? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Well, you don't need to anymore. Um, On the Steve Dangle podcast this week, a name, a namer, a user with the name Graceful Shutdown on their Reddit posed, uh, put the NHL franchise points leaders all up and had them quiz each other on them and see how many they could get. I should try and remember how much each got between Adam and Steve to figure out where you will place. On this list, Stephen, after you take the same quiz. Oh boy, here we go. So this is NHL franchise points leaders, so of all time. Okay. I'm honestly going to say that if you go over my score on this, I will be 
blown away. Okay. Because I think, I think some of these are like I think I'll I'm not gonna remember. Very poor. That's what I would I would be too. I'm gonna set. Yeah, give yourself a number for success. Eighteen, like nineteen. Nineteen. Not hitting nineteen. Success. I'll feel great. Okay, I then need to keep a calculator. My phone. <laughs> with 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 with. Cosine. I know. It's like oh boy, a scientific calculator. We're gonna do your score in polar you coordinates. You got your TI-84 out, baby, because I'm ready. All right. So maybe a TI-84 was involved in the Jeffrey <laughs> I thought you were say when they did the autopsy, they found like a, a handful of marbles in his throat. To be like, okay, well, that's the title of this podcast. Is just who killed Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> hey, we might get we more like, listens than whoa, ever. That's true. It could skyrocket us. People will be very upset when this episode starts because we only got halfway in for the Jeffrey Epstein talk. Um, the Ana- we're going to do this alphabetical order. The Anaheim Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks all-time winning score is, since we already sort of discussed this one, T. Mussolini. You are correct. Or T. Mussolini, as I used I- to think. I- he always, his name always sounds like salami. Yeah, exactly. T. Mussolini. Arizona Coyotes. Uh, don't overthink it. Shane Doan. Correct. Woo! Does that count Jets history? Yes, so these are franchises. Okay. Yes. So wait, Shane Down outscored everybody too? He like outscored mm-hmm. Topestine? I think just... What's Topestine's ter- first name? Thomas. Yeah. I believe it's probably due to the fact that Shane Doan played forever. Yeah, that's I mean, true. he literally played with the Jets as a his oh, rookie yeah, season or something. That. Okay, so that's fair. Okay. Boston Bruins. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, I, I want, is it obvious or is it less obvious? <laughs> um, I, think it's, I think it's obvious. Well, not not extremely okay. obvious. Okay, if so, that helps. Okay. So, it's, so it's not Bobby <laughs> So, uh, like, I, like I pretty much told you that. Uh, oh, I'm so bad at hockey history. <laughs> so Mario Lemieux wasn't a Bruin. Mm-hmm. Same colors. Messier wasn't. Bruin for very long. I think it was right at the end of his career. <laughs> Jake DeBrus' dad wasn't very good. Do you want a hint? Sure. I don't know how much. He won a, He won a cup, but not with this team. Ooh. Intriguing. Where? Who, who left Boston? Is, this isn't like in our lifetime, is it? I mean, like the early part of our lifetime. But it was like... in our lifetime. Uh... Yeah, it was in our lifetime. But I can't remember which. <laughs> what has either been really There's somebody early out there or that is just like so embarrassed right now. <sighs> That's not coming to me. Um, I should know. One thousand five hundred six points. Jeez, that's a lot of points. That probably makes it worse. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, that's a lot of points. Uh, Wendell Clark. <laughs> tell me. Just tell Ray me. Ray Bork. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't worry. I think it gets hard. 
Uh, Buffalo Sabres. Uh, I'm so bad at Sabres history. I'm going to... No, he wasn't there long enough. I would say Pat LaFontaine, but he wasn't there long enough. I would say Pat LaFontaine. Would I be correct? No. Okay, damn it. Um, I mean, technically, we only gave me one guess, but let me try and get it. You don't have to count. You don't have to count. Uh... Dominic <laughs> um G Brian G no no come on come on think with your head Steven not with your heart I don't got it I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's a French pronunciation with start Gilbert Perrault oh oh with 1326 I feel like that's one dangle probably got cause you know how they got a lot of them it you was know how Toronto friggin hates Buffalo Calgary Flames. <sighs> oh, Jerome McGinley. Yes. <laughs> I was like, Lanny McDonald. <laughs> He's old. I was surprised that they couldn't, some of them couldn't get the next one. Was the... Jerome McGinley forced into retirement? retirement? He was. He had retirement forced upon him. <laughs> yeah, because he forced himself because he should have just retired a flame and not, or retired the year after he couldn't yeah, win the cup yeah, instead of for, running around. For sure. Where'd he go? He went to Pittsburgh, then he, he went to everywhere. then he went he to Boston, like Col- then he went to Colorado. He went to L.A. for a hot second. Yeah, he was he was too many places. All right, that was the Calgary Flames, Carolina Hurricanes, franchise. Uh, oh yeah, Ron Francis. Correct. I would. That's the one I came in knowing I would get. Although saying franchise really loudly didn't hurt. Oh, I didn't think about that either. <laughs> I meant more because I think he was pretty Hartford, much a Hartford. Yeah. Um, the Ronnie franchise. Yeah, that's true. It kind of helped. That's Chicago Blackhawks. I feel like we should know this, and I didn't know this, so I felt um, bad. It's not Shelly S, because he wasn't enough of a point producer, I wouldn't think. Uh, could be Bobby Hall. But he wasn't around long enough. Oh, oh, is it Stan Makita? Correct. Boom! I feel good about that one. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, good, good, good. I was making sure I had everything up to date. Colorado Avalanche. Uh, I would think it's got to be Sackick or Forsberg. Would I be correct in that assumption? <laughs> you gotta guess one. Uh, Forsberg was hurt a lot, right? So I'm gonna go Joe Sackett. Correct. Okay. Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. I don't like this at all. I don't like this at all. Rick Nash. Correct. Woo! Woo! I feel good. I'm on a roll. Let's see. Dallas Stars. Dallas, two, two stars. Two, two. It's got to be Madonna, right? Correct. I guess it could have been a North Star. Although he was a North Star. He was star. a North Star, yeah. Uh, Detroit Red Wings. God, Gordy Howe? Correct. Oof, okay. I know. It's sometimes I know like, I, I know the antithesis. I shouldn't have hesitated, but I was like, wait, but did Iserman score more because of the era? Or like, you know. Like, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. Correct. <laughs> Connor McDavid. These are the oh, since we're off script, yeah. let me rant about some shit. The, I think it was Hockey News put yeah. out a tweet yesterday that was like, 
obviously Wayne Gretzky's first, but who's your second paced hockey player of all time? Perfectly fine tweet. No problem with that. The number of people that were hot-taking underneath it saying, actually, Lemieux was better than Gretzky, or, you know, Crosby's better than Gretzky, or whatever. It's just so garbage. You're all assholes. Every <laughs> one of you, assholes. Hockey's the only sport where there isn't a debate. Even in the slightest. Everyone knows. And the only reason all those other people existed was because Gretzky did it first. Mm. You know, and I hate all this stuff like, well, if Babe Ruth played today, wouldn't he suck? It's like, sure, if 1930s, you know, carved the bat himself from a log that fell out of the tree Babe Ruth played today, he'd probably not be very good. <laughs> but if he, like, grew up today and mm. played in the same environment I, with all the same training and skill and, t- and equipment... Probably be very good. So you know, I just never, like, I never understand why people would be like, "Who's the best player in this in an evolving sport?" They're like, "Of course, it's a stupid question yeah. to begin with." I just think hockey's the only one where they're like, even then, you're like, "But it is Wayne Gretzky," mm-hmm. you know. Especially with the people that were like Gordy Howe. I'm like, listen, no disrespect to Gordy Howe, but not even close. Not it's even like close. the points. I mean, he was very good, but the points are all like, you played for forever. You played yeah. until you were, like, in your 50s. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and he's a legend of the sport. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, let's be real here. Mm-hmm. I so never, sorry. I Probably just because I'm much more involved in following hockey than any other sport, but it feels like hockey is a whole pantheon of people, mm-hmm. even though Wayne Gretzky's, like, number one. And yeah. somehow people always focus on, like, like you said, oh, Wayne Gretzky's not actually normal. Like, it doesn't matter. He is, and there's all these other people, you know, that are amazing in the sport, but just, someone's always got to be like, well, he wasn't actually the best. Like, well, he was, so moving yeah, on. I mean, only by every measurable statistic, he was the best. But other than that, he wasn't the best. Here's a fun one. So we did Edmonton Oilers. You know immediately who it is. The Florida Panthers. Oh, boy, this is a real weird one, too, isn't it? Uh, this is one of the Jokinen's. I believe. <laughs> You're giving me a look. Have to. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Ali Jokinen leads the Florida Panthers Panthers in franchise points with four hundred and ninety-four. Four hundred and nineteen. Oh damn! So does Barkov break that next year? Yeah, sure. Let's look it up, shall we? <laughs> Alexander. Has 413, yes. Like a week into next season, Alexander Barkov will be the franchise leader. Jeez Louise. (laughs) All right, the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, Could be Wayne Gretzky. Probably not, though. Going to not say Kopitar yet, although he could finish there. Did this man ever weep on national TV about the Kings not winning the cup? No. I don't think Jeremy, so. It's Jeremy Brown. I can see what I was thinking. Oh, uh, okay. No. Um, crap. I don't know Kings history like at all. Neither do I. Um, I mean, this is a player I've heard of. It's a name I recognize, but I wouldn't have been like, oh, of course. Go ahead and give it to me. Marcel Dion. Oh. It's like, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. I heard his name, but I wouldn't I know. Would, if you'd asked me what team did Marcel Dion play for, 
I would have thrown a dartboard. I would have <laughs> removed the, the dartboard. I would have removed the Vegas Golden Knights. You could have asked me what decade he played in. I would have thrown a dart. It's just I no idea. With one thousand three hundred and seven points, so eighties <laughs> must have been the very 80s. good player. Yeah, Minnesota Wild. That they're an expansion, so that's that's just the Wild. Yeah, so it's got to be Koivu. I would. Correct. Because he's been there the whole time, pretty much. The Montreal How Canadiens. How many points does Koivu have? Koivu has 688 with an asterisk for some reason. So I wouldn't think anyone's... Oh, I guess because it, it could just keep going up because yeah, he's playing. I wouldn't Got think it. anyone's especially close to that. My guess before they said Koivu was possibly... Um, oh, God, I can't think of his name. I can't think Chris of his Stewart. Name. No, um... They're Russian, not Russian guy, they're Czech guy that left. Marion Gabrick. Oh, uh, yeah, good call. Good but call. Good I don't thinking. know where he was sitting. He's probably in the I would think four hundred or fours, fours, yeah. Fours, yeah. Oh, is it my turn? Has <laughs> uh, <laughs> been the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, boy. Uh, rock, no. Yep, too old, I want to say. I mean, they have to be old, obviously, I think. Uh, so, oh, oh, it's one of, oh, God. Is it Gee or is it Rocket? I am going to say... Or is... No, Guy Lafleur is not a goalie. My brain is bad. Guy Lafleur. Correct. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, the Nashville Predators. Oh, boy. Uh, it's not Scott Hartnell, probably. It's sort of like the Minnesota Wild. Who's been there forever? It's not Scotty Upshaw. Oh, who was there? Who Carrie Underwood guy? Mike Fisher? No. 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 Oh, is it a defenseman? No. <laughs> you are very good at having a stone face. I'm going to confidently declare that it is. And be dead wrong. Shea Weber. <laughs> Incorrect. It is David Legwand. Oh, damn it. I never would have gotten that. That's ridiculous. The Legwand. Give him the Legwand. What a ridiculous human being. New Jersey Devils. Oh, boy. With over a thousand. He. He's not that uh, Team USA guy. He only got like 900. I don't think he played his whole career there. Uh. It's not. I Travis Zajac is young, right? Uh, he's like middle aged. But it's not him. I always think that he's good. He's like in his thirties. Who's the young one that sucks? Zaka. I always confuse Zaka with Zajac. I know they had too many Z's. And then they had Zubov for a while. I think Shadrach Zajac and Abednego. You know, they should get those guys as a as a line. Um, who would be the all-time uh, New Jersey Devils leading scorer? Tell you, it's not Martin Brodeur. It's probably... How many points did he put forward as a defenseman? Uh, Scott oh. Stevens? Oh, I thought, you were like, I thought you were talking about Marty Brodeur. I'm going to say wrong way. Oh, is it Scotty Gomez? Oh, he did play for him. That probably took it right out. So I'm going to say not Scotty Gomez. <laughs> It's, oh, Rob, Rob Niedermeyer? He didn't, did he play there? I'm so bad. I think so. One of I'm the Niedermeyers did. Scott Stevens and be wrong. It is Patrick 
Hell yeah. Oh, shit. That was so obvious. Oh, that was so obvious. New York Islanders. Or should I say obvious? It's, you know, it's his name. Uh, Mike Bossy. Ingray. Oh, shit. Brian Trottier. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mike Bossy would have been my guess. Oh, no. I got one wrong. Okay, go ahead. You got three in a row wrong. New York. Uh, does, well, that, yeah. does that help? You got three in a row wrong. <laughs> New York. I'm running out of space. To New get York to Rangers. You got time. Leach is their best player, but I'm going to say not their leading point collector. If you got this guy, I would be amazed. Um, is it that old guy they traded to Toronto right at the end before that cup run? God, I don't even know. I don't even know this human. I'm being very honest. Oh, fuck. I'm going to know his name when you tell me. I don't know. Tell me. Rod Gilbert. It might be that guy. It might be that guy. How many points did Rod Gilbert have? 1,021. Who the hell is Rod Gilbert? I know. He's he our Bernie Federko, where I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> he did not get traded. He played from 60 to 79. Oh, well, no wonder I've never heard of him. Yep. Ottawa Senators. Oh, boy. Oh, don't overthink it. It's Daniel Alfredson. Correct. Fuck to 14. Now my only test is to remember which Shadeen brother is again. <laughs> Let's see. That's Alfredson. Philadelphia Flyers. I think it's another don't overthink it. Oh. Uh, is this the guy that refused to go elsewhere and then ended up there? Eric Wendroth? No. Your face says no, not Eric <laughs> You're like, you literally pulled back. It is. It is Eric Windows. No. God bless him. It is Bobby Clark. Oh. Hey, you got some gimmies coming up. Guys, I'm so frigging bad at hockey history. You're going to have over half. You guys have to know I'm so much better now than I was like a year and a half ago, and I'm still so bad. I guarantee you that you beat me. Like, I would not have gotten some of these. Where are we? Bobby Clark, Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, it, it better be Mario Lemieux. Correct. But not for long, I wouldn't think. I think they looked at Crosby, and I think he actually has, if you like... Because Lemieux didn't play for very long, right? Relatively speaking. True. But I think Crosby still has, like, to play fairly well for the next, like, four or five years. And they're like, yeah, that's Well, he we got a hundred this year, so it feels like it's possible. Yeah. So let's see. That was Lemieux, San Jose Sharks. Oh, God. Oh, God. Who's been... Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Joe Thornton. Patrick Marlowe. It's Patrick Marlowe. It's Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> I didn't let you finish, so I'm going to get... You don't give me a point. Either. I'm never, I'm never going to give you a point. Oh, it's Patrick Marlowe. You're fine. Oh, that greasy son of a... St. Louis Blues. <laughs> No, it's it's Bernie Federico. I do go. know. I do know. I do know. The Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh God, I'm not gonna get to 19. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, are. There aren't that many teams left, Ian. You've got <gasps> six. You've got. You only have to get half. I'm not gonna. Ta- uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. It's wait. Yes, it is. Steven Stamkos. No. Yes. No, Marty St. Louis. 
Already say maybe. Correct. What did he pass? Maybe he's all time goal leader. He Probably. did do something for the. Already saying, I'm already saying, Louis, I think is going to get past nine fifty three. I feel yeah, like that's going to pass. I guess I'll get that by the end of his career. The Toronto Maple Leafs. <clears throat> as much as I thought. Um, Doug Gilmore wasn't actually there very long. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Matt Sunday. Correct. So you're up to 18. I'm still going to blow it. I'm going to blow it. Flip no, a... Jerry, I'm the one who sucks. <laughs> Flip a coin. Vancouver Canucks. Ah! This could be it or this could never be it. Ah! You're going to get you're going to get it because there's literally a team on here that you can't miss on anyways. <laughs> because it's Vegas. Oh, no, not even them. Oh, okay. Uh... Uh... But this determines I can't, everything. I can never, I can't remember. Henrik was uglier. <laughs> Daniel was better. Daniel Sedin. Henrik Sedin. God! <laughs> <laughs> I have to edit that out. Nobody can listen to that. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, uh, Jonathan Marshers. No. William Carlson. God, how? How? Just because of the, the goal. How? And still, I guess, the last year, too. Are you sure they counted both years? Yeah. I'm I think sure they did. Is. He's got 134. There's oh, no way. Shut up. Oh, shut up. Okay, this is the one. This is the one. Washington Capitals. Uh, I mean, it, you better not be screwing me on this. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Because <laughs> it could totally be Peter Vondra, but I'm going to say it's Alex Ovechkin. It is. You got to 19. But that's not good enough. That was my low bar. It's not a low bar. Oh, here's the fun one. My favorite one. The Winnipeg Jets. Oh, God. Um. um think, think about it, then unthink, and then answer. I mean, unthink wants to say Brian Little, but that's not correct. Oh, you didn't even think about it the first time. <laughs> the think about it would say Blake Wheeler. And then I'm think about it would say Brian Little. You gotta go deeper. And then rethink about it would say Dustin Bufflin. You gotta go deeper. <laughs> and then I'm think about it again would say Jack Rosslinch. <laughs> no. Um, oh, I think he's gonna break the mic on this one. <laughs> I think it's gonna get bad. <laughs> You gotta get to 20. This is my last chance, right? You got to think about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you ain't thought about it yet. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It's, 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 it's Ilya Kovalchuk? Correct. Woo! 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 We did it, folks! We did it! We all did it together! That was all of us! That was America and Canada, too! We did it! And Russia, I guess, yeah. on that last one. Oh, oh. boy. 20, there you Woo! go. I wouldn't have hit 20. Woo! I wouldn't have known Stan Makita. I wouldn't have known... I wouldn't have known Bobby Clark either. People people listening to this Gilbert podcast... Perot, none of them. ...didn't know I had that much emotion in my body, but we got it. How much did the Dangle guys get more than that, right? I think Adam got like 28 or something. Oh, he can go straight to hell. And then Steve got that like That square-faced freak. I think. Yeah, good. Steve's a dunce. 
I never did like <laughs> Steve Dangle on the Steve Dangle. Podcast. Some of the I'm just was surprised when they'd be like, "Oh, I think it's uh, Gilbert Perot," and I'm like, "What?" And that's, <laughs> I guess that's because they live out that way. But I was like, "No way." Or Ali Okun, and they got Ali Okun, and you got Ali Okun, and I would have, I would have said Barkov. I honestly would have been like, I don't know, Barkov's the only good person there. Or I would have said Pavel Bure, and I would have been wrong. Uh, Jokinen is one of the ones that I know from, like, oh, God, that's embarrassing sort of thing, you know? <laughs> I was like, I feel like I've heard it before, uh, but I forgot. Well, that was a thing. That was an experience, well, and I'm, I'm glad, glad we had it together. I'm glad five of you stuck through that. That was a thing. But these <laughs> great, great. are... Other things. Oh, Mr. Act. Let's talk about Stranger Things. Folks, I think last summer, I believe, mm-hmm. we did an episode where we talked about Stranger Things. But I don't think we did, because there wasn't a Stranger Things last year. Oh, you're right. Was Did we do it two summers ago? It would have been around Halloween. I want to say we did Maybe it was our powder fire extravaganza last year. I don't know if we ever talked about Stranger well, Things. No one's ever heard us say those words. I don't think anyone's even heard of Stranger Things. So Stranger some Things Give some background. is a Netflix show, and it is just a pistol. It has <laughs> kids. It has angry sheriffs. It's got crazy moms, played by Winona Ryder, who is the biggest star coming into the show, and is now a very secondary yeah, character. Yeah, she has faded. Uh, well, much like her career, but she still does the faces, you know, where mm. she looks all crazy. Mm. Uh, so the third season debuted on July 4th, and for those of you who are still around, we are going to talk about everything. So if you haven't watched it in the last month plus, then you probably don't care about Stranger Things. But if you haven't watched it and also don't want spoilers, this is your last chance to get out. We're at 57.20. I'm giving you to 57.26. Yeah, we're not even at an hour yet. Or you feel like, how did we get to it? I'm surprised we've gotten to an hour. Man, look at what we can do when we don't use our brains. Look at what we can do when half of the episode is just us trying to think of random names. And trying to solve the, the Epstein murder. That's true, and we'll get oh, back to that. Allegedly. Ooh, maybe Ooh. maybe the Mind Flayer did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? So, folks, your, your uh, I almost said trigger warning. Your spoiler alert and your trigger warning has passed, and it's time to talk about Stranger Things Season 3, which sucked, but it was fine, but it was bad but it was really good but i i'm conflicted i thought it was great and then i watched two episodes of it today with you one and a half Mm. just to like kind of you know get the taste back in my mouth and i was like hmm a lot of problems here a lot of problems here so Mm. so the basic outline is simple you know the kids are hanging out as they do and the bad guys come back as they do but this time the bad guys include some russians for no real reason but of course the, the 80s the big bad guys are the upside down guys you know and mm-hmm. this time it's the mind flare but he's even bigger and badder than before and where before he was like a cloud thing now mm-hmm. he's like a big like a thing thing. Oh, he's a guts uh-huh, thing. Uh-huh, yeah, and he's very unpleasant to look at. And he comes <laughs> to town, and there's this friggin' smoking hot 
uh, lifeguard. And also Billy's there, and he <laughs> has all the ladies' attention. And that's bad, because then the mind player is like, oh, this guy can win friends and influence people. So he is my guy. So he sucks him up, <laughs> and he makes him a shadow man. And things go crazy from there. Yeah, like, they go crazy after yeah. that. Oh, yeah. The just so much, like, the 80s music nostalgia flashbacks are gone, and the people dying and eating weird chemicals flashbacks have begun. <laughs> so, you know how in the 80s people died and ate weird chemicals? Well, that was 70% of this show. So I was like, new Billy Coke goes, was pretty bad. <laughs> Billy goes around, that's true. Billy goes around and he's like, bam, you're a zombie. And bam, you're a zombie. Bam, you're a zombie. And then he kills a couple of people and he turns other people into zombies. And he's like, well, You got this whole zombie army. And I know that Millie Bobby Brown, she's a little, little English lady, if you don't know. Very, I mean, she's not English in the show. She hides her accent because actors are wizards who practice witchcraft. But she's in the show. They're like coming after her, but nobody's having that shit. So they fight for her. And there's this whole big showdown at the Starcourt Mall. And it's great. And the series ends, or the season ends with two, uh, one of your favorite characters presumably dying, also Billy dying. Oh. Uh, which he, but he has a heroic, like a last stand where he's like a good guy again, like a face turn right yeah, at the end. What a waste. And then he dies. Um, and he, pr- he probably really did. It'd be hard to unwrite that <laughs> one. Uh, but. Um, yeah, so that's the basic plot of the show told by a rambling madman. But let's get into specifics. Ian, what did you think of Stranger Things Season 3? It had a lot of highs and a lot of lows. I generally thought it was a good season until I thought about it too much, and then it was it was still fine. It's perfectly enjoyable. It's very enjoyable yeah. TV. The mall? Great setting. Oh, Love the wonderful. Mall. Like, the... Oh, the whole, like, even we poke fun at it, but the mm. not 80s music flashbacks, a lot of fun, you know, mm. you're very, like, in the moment. They do an incredible job of making you feel like it's actually the 80s. They do not miss a lot of details <laughs> with that stuff. So that's good on them. Mm. Good for them. It's it's a very fun show. Now let's rip it to pieces. What did you like? I, I, I liked, liked the a mall. lot of it. Yeah. In general, I liked it. I liked... Um, I mean, like, generally, I like the arc of, of, uh, most of the characters. I didn't like most of the characters, but I like the arc of most of the characters. Um, I liked the, uh, I liked where they built, too. I liked the ending. The ending was very good as a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It would mean more if we actually thought Hopper was dead for real, which mm-hmm. I don't believe. I don't necessarily. The other thing is, I don't necessarily think he's the American in the cell in Russia oh, the either. Post credit. I scene. think what happens is they start season four by showing us that that American is like Doctor Brenner or somebody, you know, mm-hmm. like a misdirect, and we're all like oh no, Hopper's dead, and then he like, bam, at the end of the first episode, that's like your big reveal, and it's or like... like, he's in the upside down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a thousand percent he's in the uh, upside but down. But it's like not the immediate, it's like the second, you know, it's like the second thing they show you. Yeah. You know? But like, um, yeah, I mean, the mall was amazing. The the new um, 
all the new settings were really mm-hmm. good. The pool setting was cool. They did a good job of making that feel like a chaotic, you know, community pool. Um, I thought Billy, the actor, what's his mm-hmm. name, Dacre Montgomery, was really good throughout the series. Are you shitting me? Is that his name? Oh, yeah. Dacre Montgomery is his name. He's Australian. Great, great. Yeah. Great. I was like, no, I thought you were being like, oh, no, he was very bad. No. I was like, okay, that's a take you can have, I guess. Um, I mean, the child actors they got for this show yeah, they're, are f- pretty friggin' phenomenal. They're really good. You kind Millie of Bobby that. Brown's obviously, like, above, you know, everybody else in terms of, like, being, like, Shakespearean <laughs> level. But, like, the rest of them are good enough to really good and the new characters are great the russian guy dimitri mm-hmm. is that his name great i liked a lot of it it was very fun mm-hmm. i enjoyed robin as a new character i like the steve robin dustin erica quadet or whatever uh-huh. they had going on i thought that was really good i like that was great yeah i liked uh i liked it felt more like the decisions they made mattered this year mm-hmm. Like, even if Hopper comes back, they killed off characters that we actually cared about. Like, we, I mean, that was the big controversy of season one. It's like, nobody cares about Barb. But, like, mm-hmm. season two even, it's like, they introduced Bob and they, like, artificially made us care about him. But it's like, we all knew that either he or Paul Reiser was dying, like, for sure. I forgot Paul Reiser lived. But so when he got like, off the at helicopter the <laughs> at the end of this season, I was like, oh, that's right. Um... But yeah, I mean, overall, I liked it. I really did. Paul Reiser is a bad businessman, space businessman mm-hmm. guy in Aliens. Mm-hmm. And so every time I see him, I'm like, yeah, you started out good in that too, but you're an asshole. And I'm just waiting for him to heel turn. But didn't but, he kind of go the opposite way in this? No, he's he's actually quite nice. He's but like, but like, didn't he start as like, a, oh, I'm a... Or wasn't it implied that it's like, oh, he's part of the laboratory, so yeah, he yeah, must yeah. secretly be evil, and then it ended up being like, oh, no, he's actually not. I still don't believe it. I'm still like, you're, <laughs> you're part still, of that weird you're laboratory. You're digging your feet in. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I saw, supposedly, that the her quote-unquote dad, the actor that played Eleven's dad, mm-hmm. has, has been cast and is going to be in season four. That's what I'm saying. He's the American doctor, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, that's that guy. Yeah. I see. I had it earlier, but I forgot. What's the? Sense. I thought you were saying that was the name of the. What's the name of the like crazy kooky oh, conspiracy the, oh, theorist uh, guy? Oh crap! I can't think of it. But yeah. I, yeah. I thought you were talking about him. I will look it up. But yeah, I think that guy's coming back. I like that pairing of those four people. I didn't like the Hopper and Joyce storyline. Is the doctor doctor? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I'll figure out the rest. Okay. But yeah, Hopper and Joyce rubbed me the wrong way. Because 80% of their storyline was them just bickering about, like, you're not listening to me. Or, ah, you're being too emotional. Or, no, Mm -hmm. you're being too emotional. And they didn't really, it never. Murray. Oh, Murray. He does look like a Murray. (laughs) He does. Murray Bauman. They don't have enough. They didn't have enough chemistry to me, and then at the and to be honest, I thought Hopper was like an insane human being, way much more than he needed to be this season. And then I only yeah. cared about him at the end when he was a hero, and I'm like, oh, poor Hopper. But I'm like, did you do this because your story was crap for him? Yeah. So rewatching it, mm-hmm. the first couple episodes 
felt kind of crappy. <laughs> and I th- I really do think probably on the whole the rest of it improved. But like watching a second time and knowing where it was going, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff just felt very like this doesn't really pick up off last season. This is just like here we are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Ellen Mike barely spoke. Like they admitted they liked each other, but they barely spoke at the end of the last season and now they're like full ball making out. And Jim Hopper was like kind of taking care of Elvin as like now like her adoptive father and he's crazy, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like does this stuff live up to the story you've built so far? Because I don't know if it does. Yeah, it definitely felt like they were doing it to make the plot for this season rather than like building off of yeah, what they'd already established. For sure. And I, th- I mean, that's there is there is an extent to which Stranger Things, like as long as it wants to be, they're dealing with the upside down and we're 80s nostalgia. It's like mm-hmm. you can only go so far, you know, but like, yeah, there's still part of me that's like, but could you go farther, you know, <laughs> like. Yeah, a little further. I did like, speaking of further, I did like all the weird body horror in this in this season. I enjoy a good people melt into goo, Uh rats explode. I feel like that's a very eighties thing too. You know, the the mind the flesh version of the mind flayer was pretty gross Uh and like unbelievably cool. Uh, I also felt like they didn't utilize it great. Sometimes it's huge. It's massive. It's so scary. But it's only going to use its little tendril tentacles to try and uh-huh. invade the cabin to get at the kids. Or it could have just crushed the cabin. Yeah, yep. And they're also like, at points, they're like, sorry, your cabin's destroyed. And it's like, yeah, there's a hole in the roof, but it's yeah. not like flattened, you know? It, yeah. yeah. It felt like they got away from this really big thing, like, relatively easily. Yeah. But it was still like a cool look. And I was happy that L, that Eleven did not, was not the, the, person that saved the day this time uh-huh. i was telling people I'm like man if she holds her hands up and just screams out of her mind a third time in a row to make this thing blow up i'm gonna be upset yeah and i was like you know what i'm glad they were like no she can't be it and so instead it was hopper hopper and joyce and i was like you know i, and the I kid, enjoyed like that. the kids the other kids actually got to like mm-hmm. fight against it that's know, true i was Chekhov's fireworks <laughs> i was Not happy, to be uh, confused with Chekhov's cerebro which is dustin's thing did you like so, Dustin's girlfriend? For anyone that doesn't know, because I'm a nerd, Chekhov's gun is the literary theory that if there's a gun in the first act of a play that is just there, you know, it has to be used in the third act of the play. So mm-hmm. you can't introduce something that's like not got a purpose. So the second you see Cerebro, it's like, that's got to be something, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> Did I like what? Did I like what? Did you like Dustin's girlfriend? Oh, no. No. <laughs> it was a sweet scene. Also, they killed Hopper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I, there were a lot of weave, not weave's not the right word because it's not Japanese, but there were a lot of fanboys and girls online that were like, she's just a sweet little girl and she didn't know. And it's like, yes, that's true. Also, she killed Hopper. Um, it's her fault. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the Terminator. Don't don't go there yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get back there. Because I have some stuff I want to say earlier on. Two things. <laughs> First of all, so this 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 season did two things that you like have to do to be like a woke enough TV show this year. And I'm fine with both of them because they're cool things. But the Nancy storyline mm-hmm. was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. It was so 
bad. And I'm all for like women's, you know, equality and power. And I, I'm sure some offices like that existed, but I feel like every time a producer or a writer or whoever wants to do like this woman is like, you know, speaking the truth to power. It's always like this office where they're just like, everyone's a mouth breather. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not like subtle oppression that women actually face, you know, like, Oh, you know, I don't know if you should, you know, like maybe even something as, as sinister as like, you're just here to look pretty. It's always like, Oh, do you think your boobs got in the way? (laughs) You know, like how guys talk in an office. And that was like the Gary Busey guy. I mean, he was good at what he was doing, Mm -hmm. who is actually related to Gary Busey. I'm not just calling him the Gary Busey guy, but that was derogatory. Um, he was good at the role he was in, but it was just very like, can't like, I get it. She, you know, she's facing sexism at work. I got it. Like, move the part along. And the other has side of that is when, like, Robin came out. That was a very good scene. But I felt like they kind of effed us over by stringing us along on the whole Robin Steve train for seven episodes. Because now Steve's just a jabroni schmuck again. And it's, like, cool that they're friends with Robin and stuff. But, like, he got real feelings for her. And then she's like, no, I'm gay. Which, again... I'm fine with that, but maybe just have her do that and don't like intentionally misdirect us as fans that are like pulling for something to happen, you know? I didn't mind that as much just because it felt like that's how the show goes. They're like, yeah, why wouldn't you enough. just do this? And I was like, well, we got to have them, we got to have some sort of drama uh-huh. here. The Nancy. And I suppose on the flip side, you, you know, in the 1980s, wouldn't just be like, hey, co worker, I'm gay, yeah. you know? But like, I don't know. It felt like an unnecessarily tough yeah, like, yeah. 180. The second she was like, but Steve, I was like, ah. It literally <laughs> took me, I would have been him. It literally took me until she was like, I was blown away because I was like, what? I don't get it. She liked <laughs> the other guy? No, she, no, no. She wanted to talk. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I see. She pretty much had to say like, I'm a lesbian yeah. to my face to be like, oh. I get that. I think a part of it for me was like, I'd seen some stuff online about like Natalie Dyer talks about or Natalia Dyer talks about Stranger Things 3's big coming out moment. And I saw that and there's the scene in like episode two or whatever where Mike's like, I'm sorry that you don't like girls to Will. And oh, there's like a I thought lingering. for sure that was Right, the which it still might be. But like when I, I'd already seen the big coming out moment thing and I was like, that was the big coming out moment because it's like very ambiguous as to whether he doesn't like girls because he's gay or he doesn't like girls because he's like not in puberty (laughs) you know or like also probably has very severe mental trauma (laughs) i know i was like the guy definitely has like some jokes aside like ptsd that was a good for sure great thing about this this season at least they didn't like really screw with him in any way other than that his friends were shitty he got to have the x-men power of knowing when the mind flare was around when everyone else already sort of knew the mind flare (laughs) was around oh billy's here i think the mind player is here yes well he most certainly is the nancy stuff i did didn't mind but it was just it was boring to me not because of like the co-workers and stuff but because it just felt like it didn't go anywhere yes like at the end it was like yeah it didn't really get to the girl power place it got to you're fired and it's like like what did she what did she find out 
I mean, she was right about no, the yeah, story. No, yeah, but I mean, like, but I feel but like, like nothing they, nothing she and um, Jonathan did, like, yeah, I mean, it pushed ser- the story. It served to get to the point where, like, suddenly the newspaper guy was also one of the infested. Yeah. What do they call him? The mind flayed, flayed or whatever. Or, yeah, and it's like, and like, I guess they ended up in the hospital because of them because she was looking uh, after that, looking yeah. for that Driscoll lady. That creeped me out. That lady eating that lady eating, fertilizer. eating fertilizer was the scariest part to me because old people scare me. Yes, old people are frightening. There's They're no so doubt. scary. So there's a problem. Just a, you know, I I know you're supposed to suspend your disbelief and stuff. They never really explained why the mind flayer wanted poison to begin with, but he's bad. Even right, he's <laughs> upside down, and that's the opposite of what people in the normal world would do. So, but even <laughs> putting that aside, the people theoretically are still people. Yeah. So their body still can't ingest poison, so they should all be dead. And I do they all die at the end? They do all die. Oh yes. That was... Oh, because they explode because of him. Yeah. So maybe that makes sense, but I still feel like they should just drop dead when they drink like a bottle of ammonia or whatever. Yeah, I didn't understand why. Like they had their to insides eat that stuff. would still melt because yeah. they're human. Yeah. Like they're just mind controlled humans, but they're humans. Yes. Even like the, he didn't change the their body chemistry. Even the fertilizer doesn't make you. Superpowered or melt into goo, it just makes you die. Yeah, I think it was just like a weird way of it. Like, they're weird now. Yeah, "Yeah, I figured that when they were mind controlled. I felt like it was the Deus Ex Machina for the directors to be like, what can be, what weird shit can be happening that Nancy can catch on to? And it's like, they could all be drinking ammonia and eating fertilizer, and it's like, yeah, that would be weird, but have like, you thought about how it, it doesn't make any sense? And he's like, get all the way off my back about that. <laughs> Whoa, you asked me to come <laughs> up with something. You either take my first idea or none at all. If you guys have not seen the YouTube series Pitch Meeting, strong recommend. Strong recommend. <laughs> Start with Sausage Party, work your way down from there. That would be my recommendation. So, yeah, so that was a problem. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the Terminator. The worst part. I didn't mention earlier, Carrie Ilves. I can't pronounce his name, Yules. but he probably is my favorite actor. So he's wonderful great. that he's in this. He did the Joker the whole time. Yep, he was very maybe much that's just, the Joker. I think that's just how he speaks. Maybe, maybe, yeah. But yes. I love him unashamedly, so... He was he's he, funny and charming in the eighties and everything he's been in since then they've cast like him as a, a real yeah. sleaze ball and he's good at it, but it's really confusing. Yeah, it's he doesn't get to be the cute charming guy. Except I think he's in like some Hallmark movies too, where it's I'm like, sure, of course. Yeah, but then it's like Is he like the grandpa though? Well now I'm sure yeah. he be, but I'm sure at some point he's like the, you know, older man looking for love. Is he actually you know, British? The, the guy who owns the the Hallmark yeah. card factory in these uh, Carrie Ulls is not, I don't think, but he may be like British really? Colombian or something. British Colombian. <laughs> wow. I didn't mean it to be quite like that. He might be British Colombian. Check that. I'm looking it up. I could just be. Fact what's check the word? That. Wrong. Yeah, he's English. I was. I was wrong. Which would explain why Westminster, London. He sounds that way with a Engl- or with an American accent. Mm. They do a lot of R's. They do him and uh, what's his face when he was playing the Joker? Uh, was who was Australian? They do R. Sometimes they just do lots of R's. Just like mm-hmm. you got to get out there, Hopper, and you got to go tell those guys to get out of here. 
I don't know. I guess it's because they have soft R's in England and other places. Erotic R's. Whatever. Speaking of YouTube oh, series, technique critique. If you're into exactly what Ian was just asking about, and nothing else that. Oh, so, the guy that talks about accents. Yeah, it's oh, so I, good. He turns me on so much. <laughs> Not like just six the way to he midnight. Talks. Six also, to he's midnight. very attractive, and the doctor lady very cute too. That's. All the folks, great. So go watch that, too. See, even if our content isn't good, we point you in the direction yeah, of great of the content. good stuff. Listen to us when <laughs> you want recommendations yeah, on exactly. something much on better. Something much better to do with your time. The Terminator guy. Yes. Awful. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fucking awful. Like, I already didn't like the Joyce and Hopper storyline this season, and then they added in the worst part, which is that the Terminator was there. And you could say, well, he wasn't really, he wasn't a robot, and he was Russian, and he didn't have, like, a, an Austrian accent, and it was very different. He didn't go back in time to, to kill anyone. It was, the, it Terminator. was the Terminator. And people are like, well, that's the point, though. It's very, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, oh, it no, there's no, wink, wink, there's no wink. They called him Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, they just throw him, yeah, they throw him in there. And he has all he's the shots. He's the Terminator. He gets hit in the face, and where the bruises is exactly where, like, the circuitry showed in, the, uh-huh. in like, the movie. And I was like, why? Why did you just insert the Terminator in this? Yeah. It was so Hopper had someone that he couldn't just, like, punch or shoot. Did they get into a DeLorean at some point in the season, two? I don't think so. Okay, because it felt like... Like some when, of the when Robin and Steve are high, they talk about why it's called Back to the Future, and I did sort of hope that they just went into a John Mulaney bit, but they never did. They didn't quite. Yeah, and that's, the, like, some of them... It felt the first so weird. season felt like this is basically Dungeons and Dragons come to life, and it was in the eighties, and there's eighties stuff going yeah. on. And this season felt like this show is the eighties. Yeah, music and cars and malls and <laughs> clothes and more music. And I am kind I'm of. I'm sure done a with lot that. of that was product placement. New Coke. New Coke, yeah, but they and they already hinted that the next one's gonna be at Christmas. Oh, really? Interesting. Because well, because of the ending of the show where they're like, "Come back for Thanksgiving, and I'll see you at Christmas." Oh, I mean, yeah. that's the only that thing. Sense. Maybe they jump forward, but like, I would not be upset if they, especially since the kids are all in their late teens now, if they were like, "It's nineteen ninety two now, and the kids are listening to Nirvana," because you got like, I just, I don't know if I can do another season of Hot. Yeah. Oh God! I'm this one. It's so I'm like, over the '80s now. I'll I think watch I'm past it. it. I'll love it. I love this season. But yeah, it's like you you went you were dialing the knob in on the proper amount of nostalgia, and you went to eleven. And we need it like a, an eight. You know, eleven. Oh, that's what you did there. Very good. Yeah, Terminator. Bad. I hate it. Um, they shot him when he shoots him in the in the maze or whatever at uh-huh. the carnival. I was like, I'm instantly, I'm like, well, he's got a bulletproof vest on, yeah. and he sure did. Yep, of course. The best part was when Hopper threw him into the that was, blender. That was the best counter uh, for the whole, you know, uh, what's-his-name's girlfriend killed Hopper was, like, Hopper could have shot him in the head. Yeah. But that probably wouldn't have worked either, because he was the Terminator. <laughs> so stupid. Things that are also bad. They did, like, a sentence-for-sentence sentence remake of the scene where uh, Murray told oh, Nancy yeah. and, what's-his-name, Jonathan, to yeah. Bone last season, he was saying the same thing 
to uh, Hopper and and what's his name this season and it, <laughs> great it was a lot of fun terrific but like you can't be nostalgic for your own show like that's not a thing you can do it felt so silly if he does it again next season I'm out that'll be like Ellen Mike it's like oh you two are like broken up but you should be having sex and it's like no, stop it. Uh, you can't be the you guys should be having sex guy. That's not your job. Not good. Apparently it is. Apparently That's what he's is. been reduced to. Apparently it is. The mall fight with the Demogorgon and all the fireworks, very cool. good. I like that. Wonderful. See, we can praise things. When they were hiding from all those little tendril things, uh-huh. it's kind of like when the, and what is that? Jurassic Park, when they're hiding from the rafters and everything mm-hmm. in the kitchen, very tense, very cool. I feel like this was kind of, not the inverse, but I feel like in previous seasons it's been good, really good at the beginning, really good at the end, and kind of lulls in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I think in this season maybe the lull was right at the start. You know, yeah. Where it was just kind of like, I don't know. It what we watched earlier today, I'm like, I don't know. I think why the end is, of episode three it ramps up really why hard. Why is uh, Karen Wheeler suddenly like stepping out on the husband? Like I thought we resolved that like he was frumpy but really cared about her and like she was fine with that and they had a family i thought that was a decision we all made but then like but then also like weirdly last year it was like he showed up billy showed up at the house didn't he and hit on her real hard at the end of last season but then it was like um but then it was like not that they knew each other but not that intimately this season and it's like billy was like i guess he didn't have enough time to be but like he was a total, like, knob to, like, Max and everybody else last season. Like, mm-hmm. not even a knob. He was, like, a very bad, dangerous person. Yeah. And this season, he's just a lifeguard. <laughs> and, like, yeah, he gets evil. But at the beginning, he's a lifeguard. <laughs> and it's like... I, uh, I like that he played more of a role in this uh-huh. season. I just thought the role was super dumb. Yeah. Like, he's the surrogate for this thing. And... He plays creepy really well, but then he had to die, and I don't know. It just felt like a waste of a character. Felt like they didn't know what to do with him. They introduced him last year. He made sense, and now this year they were like, I, I, I don't know. I guess we'll make him like, we'll make him the Hawkeye of the first Avengers. I don't know what to do with this guy. Ah, we'll make him mind controlled. He'll be on the other side. We need someone to be on the other side. It was. An interesting season. I liked it overall. I think you're right. I think it started off kind of slow and started off with just really weird character choices that they had to make characters make in order to manufacture like drama and a plot. But I feel like you can still, if you, I don't know, it, I think there's ways to make your characters still act within the ways you've set them up to act and still create drama. The one thing at first I didn't like was the fact that Mike and some of these kids these teenagers were like such assholes but the more i think about it the more i'm like yeah they were a little more assholey than i thought they should be but also teenagers oh. are assholes yeah i feel like the one scene where like 11 problem, and him are talking I feel in front like the of problem with that was bad but everything else was okay the only problem i feel like was that was just the like we know as human beings that these kids are like two or three years older than they were when the last season filmed. Mm-hmm. But in the show, it's like three months, right? Is it really? I don't know. Is it supposed to be I think it's three? supposed to be very little time. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, I guess it's probably more than that because the last one was October and this is summer, but like. It's like a year-ish. Almost. 
Yeah, maybe, but it just felt like a very stark transition. Have you seen? Have they? Have you looked at like the first season before, like recently? Oh no! Is it just like children? It's like the weird thing where you're like, I remember how Daniel Radcliffe looked, and then uh, they show you the first Harry like, Potter. Oh, you're like, oh no. my god! <laughs> they forced like a five year old to work. <laughs> they show like baby Mike or whatever. Uh, I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, you're like three. That's very weird. I bet I can see that. Um, let me read you this article about the 30 biggest plot holes oh God. from Stranger Things Season 3, some of which are just like... People got to figure out what a plot hole is. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. not 30 plot so holes. So I'll, I'll read the ones that are either very controversial or very good points. Uh, certainly these children will be scarred for life after the horrors they experienced. Yeah, they yeah, should yeah. be probably. Why has no one moved out of this town? Did they watch the last episode? I feel like they missed a part. Um, <laughs> who is still cutting Will Byers' hair like that? Fair That's point. True. Points to Gryffindor. Would Billy have not been involved with this at all if he and Mrs. Wheeler hadn't wanted to bone? I guess. How did oh, Eleven yeah. have money for an entire new wardrobe? Because Madonna was playing. Yeah, I don't care. Clothes are free when Madonna's playing. Is it actually possible for Dustin's radio tower to transmit from Indiana to Utah? No, of course not. I don't know, maybe KMOX gets everywhere. Yeah, but he couldn't build KMOX. <laughs> you can't build KMOX. <laughs> KMOX is... The funny thing is, if you'd screen that to an Indiana rural, Indiana child in the 80s, they would have known what you were talking yeah. about. So they couldn't even be mad. How did the children teach themselves to visually identify letters of the Russian alphabet through one sound clip alone? That was a four I minutes mean, yeah. earlier. Um, how much of this season is new Coke product placement? All of it. Uh, how much of this season is Seven Eleven product placement? Most of it. Who manages scoops mo- scoops Mahoy scoops Ahoy? I mean, they don't have to be there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna try and get to some of the better ones. Hopper is supposed to be a shitty cop, right? He kind of was, was a shitty wasn't cop. He? Yeah. Um, did Hopper really need to torture the mayor and steal a man's car? No, that's why he's a shitty yeah, cop. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's a shitty cop. <laughs> Don't you what? Did he really? No, he didn't, but he did. Like, what? Uh, does Eleven have a kind of patriot, patriot Act thing going on with their spy powers? Is this season more mainstream media or anti-capitalism? I did feel like it walked both of those lines, like anti-both, you know? Mm. Um, <laughs> fucking magnets, how do they work? Uh, yeah, I, this was not as ho- fun as I'd hoped, because it sucks. Uh, Eleven losing her powers at the end would be fine if I thought there was a chance she lost them permanently. Um, she'll be grasping at things in the air once again. Oh, she'll have... Very soon. Yeah, it's Nosebleeds, ahoy. This season was... A lot of fun, maybe the most fun of any of them, mm-hmm. but it was also felt like the sloppiest. This felt like the the least dark, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like even though like it all those like people the melted, I was like whatever. Dark. Yeah, that was gross and weird, like, but the, I wasn't like, oh, that's dark. The darkness of them torturing L basically was like a lot darker. The first and at season least they dark. didn't have the season seven where she went to Pittsburgh or whatever. But also, where are all the other mutants? That was just unaddressed. <laughs> and I think it will continue to be. 
Where are the other mutants? But like I think I think they were kind of like, well, people hated episode seven last year, so we're just not gonna go there anymore. And it's like, yeah, but now you created this whole big thing where there are like other people. I'm like, are we gonna track them down? It's like no, because people didn't like it. Did that girl have psychic powers, or were her powers something else? Uh, like they were. Yeah, they were like. People can't Super see me. Super strength or something, jumpy, wumpy. I thought it was like she could make it so people couldn't see them and shit, yeah. but that's all I remember. Something like that, yeah. But that was it. It was just that girl. Like, she had a uh-huh. group of friends, but only she had powers. Yep, that's correct. Yeah, that was super lame. It was good. I think I agree. It was a very fun season. It was a sloppy season. Sla- sloppy, sloppy. Yeah. But it was enjoyable. <laughs> I liked at the mall when they all came together. When, yeah. like, they pull... Ooh, I did like when they were getting that thing out of L's leg because, like I said, body horror. Yum, yum, yum. Um, and they yeah, take that good. thing out and it squirms away and you're like, everyone's here now. That's pretty cool. And then Hopper steps on it and it, like, pans up and it's like, now fucking Hopper's back with yep. the kids. And I was like, hell yeah, Stranger Things. It's that, starting now. That was another huge pothole. It's like he's gone all of the season and no one cares where their children are in this town that is constantly attacked by interdimensional beings. <laughs> I guess in the 80s, the 80s were a different time. I you just guess. don't care where your kid is. Oh boy, do until I Until you guess. do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a fun show. I strongly recommend everyone go watch it and enjoy it. I'll probably finish this second watching that we've started and see how I feel. Uh, but yeah, get I don't back know. To us. We have more to say about this? or I hope things get stranger. I, they must. They have to. They, that's, how, how do you go bigger than a giant big flesh monster? I hope they monster? don't. I hope they, they find a way to like... <gasps> two giant big flesh <gasps> monsters. <laughs> and two Thanos's. Thanos going to come through that portal Ooh! and I open it up. Oh, shit. Uh, but did Thanos kill Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Oh. Snap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's but... taking out one half of all Jeffrey Epstein's in the universe. <laughs> and the one from our dimension got got. <laughs> he waged a 10-year galactic battle to take out one half of all Jeffrey Epstein's. <laughs> in the you guys don't understand. This is really great or good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope... Let's finish with that. Let's say, like, what's some things you'd like to see next season? I'd like to see Mike die no i hope um i just hope the characters grow more like actually grow agreed i thought this was kind of like they're they're teenagers and and there's relationships and all the growing was literally like relationship fight relationship good again yeah, and that was like they grew i'm like didn't not talk really. about max much but she was a pain in the ass this she season. didn't really do anything either yeah and, and I like her as a character. I feel like they could have done more. I felt bad for her. Like, Bill, Billy dies. Mm-hmm. And that's her yeah, stepbrother. Yeah, and then she's, like, not... Is she even with them at the very end? I guess she is. She is. And they're then, not like, oh, she's in terrible grief. I think she's, like, looking at a picture of him at the end. And okay. that's your sign of, like, she's thinking about him. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, but she watched her stepbrother get, like, a billion tendrils Yeah, they in never him. deal with, like, the real deep psychological like i guess we're moving now and i guess they can't but like i don't know yeah so i'd like to see that i would like to see um i mean i want to see hopper back i don't in the sense that like i'd like a death to actually mean something but also it's not the same show without him in there so like i'm kind of caught between a rock and a hard place um but yeah i think mostly i'd like them to kind of go smaller like, I know they can't do a season without an Upside Down. 
Yeah. But, like, I kind of almost prefer that it's not, like... Like, it's maybe it's more of, like, since Elle doesn't have her powers, they're fighting, like, that regular Demogorgon they show at the end. But it's, like, she doesn't have her powers, so they don't have mm. that automatic. But it's not, like, this whole, like, town corrupting... Yeah. You know, sort of thing. It's just coming for them. I just don't want it to be like, they can't keep going bigger and bigger and bigger. It's coming, Mind Flayer's coming for Indianapolis. At some point, this giant monster just should kill six teenagers, (laughs) you know? This does seem very Scooby-Doo-y. Yeah. Like, how is this happening? How are you allowing this to happen? I don't know. Yeah, that's, those are my wishes. Do you have any? Um, Graphic nudity, perhaps. Of course. Anything to be more like Game of Thrones. (laughs) Prior to this oh, season. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, I say they introduce What's-Her-Name from Game of Thrones and have her turn evil again. Immediately. <laughs> Amelia Clark, is that yeah. her name? Yeah, well, just Eleven was going to do a heel turn. Oh, there we she's go. She's going to side with the Demigorgons. Yes. Now and then Mike will have to stab her in the back. Oh my god, you're right. That's how they ended. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the show. I don't know. I would like them to go smaller. I'd like them to also... It's cool that we don't really know anything about what's going on. I mean, honest to God, like, what what do we know? Nothing. Nothing. We know nothing. Yeah. Which is kind of nice, but in some way, I'm like, can we know something about mm-hmm. the Upside Down? Like, why or what it is? And can we know why Why were the Russians yeah. drilling into it? If- they had a lot of acid containers. I don't know why they had a bunch of acid containers. Yeah, they were just a lot of bottles. Were they going into the Upside Down to get acid? I, they implied at one point that it was like, oh, they're trying to Cloverfield America, basically, and unleash this giant monster. And it's like, fine, but like, couldn't you just nuke America? Yeah, aren't you Russians. <laughs> you know, like, they were, they were very stupid. Like all the Russian soldiers were uh-huh. super dumb. But I kind of am okay with that. Yeah. Otherwise, no children are getting in there. Right. That was, yeah. I don't know. It was good. It had problems. Mm. I hope next season's better. I'm interested to see it. cleaner. I'm interested to see what they do with Russian. Oh, and I hope Steve Harrington finally gets a friggin' win. That dude. Hey, he's got a friend in Dustin, who's now also got a girlfriend and will abandon him. He's got a friend in Dustin. Yeah, maybe Steve can be the, uh, whatever, what's the will, the will of next season. To think of his name, I just think of whatever Winona Ryder screamed a lot. So, well, well, my boy, are you in there? Yeah. So, like in the first season, they went <laughs> into the Upside Down, and they just haven't since. Yeah. I just said, uh, yeah. Do they do they know where they're going? Do they know when to fold them? That's not the same. Come on, time. Duffer Brothers, figure it out. That's right. Come on, Duffer Brothers. I had a duffer of a good time this evening, though. Ian, do you have anything more to say about Stranger Things? I'm duffed out. I agree. Next week we start with Atlantic or Metropolitan? I can't remember what I said. One of them. Metropolitan. We might have a guest. Well, we might not. We haven't discussed it yet. But you'll know when he or she is or isn't here. How's that for commitment? We got through almost an hour and 40 minutes of show. I'll put a long theme on the end of this. And we'll get there. But thank you all for listening to our crazy first ever unscripted episode. I mean, they're not scripted. No, oh, they're show. very scripted. Off the schni- off the notes. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you soon. Please come back.
track like shoes did. Plates for my cousin. Now 